Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good Karma Brands radio station. I mean, my partner uh, started a, a storm this week. Not a literal storm, because it's beautiful outside, a proverbial one, right? I can't believe this weather, by the way. I, I know it's going to end. I don't, I don't want it to end, Yurka. Well, why just enjoy it? I'm, I'm enjoying it. I am. Enjoy I, it. It's going to get cold tomorrow. Don't uh, worry. It's coming around. Well, I don't. Through the weekend, looks pretty decent, Does though, it? still. Right. Yeah, like, at least in the 50s and sunny, I'll That's take it. That's not bad. You going to go play a little golf today? No. No I chance. I might stop by the old country club today. No chance. My partner started a storm. What kind of storm On did Monday, I start? He gave out his blue plate special Five of the week. Five-star blue plate special of the week. Sweet Lord. And I ain't produced one of those in a long time. The gamblers uh, have been pounding they the bears. They've been they've responded. The, you know the line is down to seven and a half? This, I'm not this, surprised. This is, a, this is a full three-point move. Three-point move. Why? Because of Yurko. They know. They finally went and looked and at Justin some of the Fields. stats. Some of the sharps went and started breaking down the numbers. They haven't acknowledged what the Bears' defense is all about. Can you believe they it? They may not be able to get to the quarterback, Carm. They may not be able to do that, but, boy, they could stop the run. They can stop the and run. And Detroit likes to run. Yeah. I'm bringing the funk. I'm putting 12 in the box. I'm making it happen. You, uh, what would you put on the Bears for? Let, now, let's see if you really put your money where your mouth is. What would you put on the Bears in your confidence picks this week? Two. No, it's a three. The lowest number is three. Okay. Because of the buys. Because of the buys. But I got the upset. But you do have the Bears winning. I wow. have the Bears winning. And I still can't get there. And if I'm challenged, I will bring the computer out and no, I will no, show no. you. No, no, no. I know you wouldn't lie about that. I, I can't quite get there. If you had the sense to grab the Bears getting ten and a half a couple of days ago, you got to feel good considering where the market's now. I mean, now, look, the Bears could go and lose by three touchdowns. Detroit's pretty good. I don't know what's going to happen. It's not going to happen. I think the Bears will keep it close and keep it competitive. Sure, anything can happen in an NFL game, anything and they happen. might lose by three touchdowns. Right. Anything can happen in the fourth quarter, too. Absolutely. We saw that last year at Soldier Field when yeah. the Bears had a big lead on Detroit and ended up losing the game. 21 unanswered. But if you grab 10.5 or even 10, considering where the market is now, you got to feel great. I didn't grab it. I've I, I've been burned by the Bears too many times in the past. I don't bet Bears games very often. Yeah. Very, very rare. I made two wagers on a Bears game this year. Week two, I grabbed them getting three in Tampa. They did not cover. Mm -hmm. And then the under, when they played in New Orleans a couple weeks ago, and by some act of God, some miracle, thank you, Lord above, the the Bears and the Saints stayed under the total of 41.5. They landed on 41. How that happened is a a freaking miracle of miracles. It's a a festivist miracle. I don't bet them a lot, though, and I didn't, you know, I probably should have had a little bit more sense to go ahead and say once you saw bit. that line start going yeah. down 10, a little bit nine more and a half, should have just grabbed it. You should add some savvy is what you needed to have. So we'll talk about that big line move. It's probably the biggest move of the week with Todd Furman when he joins us. And we'll go around the NFL at one thirty-five as he joins us uh, every Thursday live in Vegas. We'll get Paulie's picks. Is the date tomorrow? Is it right? Is that what he said? I, or is I, the, I think no, the, I thought it was this week because we tonight? tried to get him to call in. I think it's tonight. Tuesday? No, no, no. I think it's. No, I think it happened. Wednesday. I think it happened. It was supposed to happen Tuesday or Monday because we were trying to get him to call in early. He's like, no, 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 no. I got to work. Hmm. You know, he takes his work seriously, Carm. Yeah. I'm. I worry about the lad. Yeah. When I saw the picture of the young lady in question, I oh. Oof. 
Hey. He's going to have to pick up a couple extra shifts. She's been around. <laughs> She's been around the world searching uh, searching for Paul Cheesecake, it seems like. I, I, it's, I don't know. We'll find, find out. out. We're going to get an update. From Paulie, we should have like theme music for him in the background, like uh, Days of Our Lives or something. Or while uh, he's spinning his yarns and telling his tales. What's or, the theme song to the show Catfish? Do I we know that. I don't, I, I don't know. know. I don't. First know. of all, I don't know that he's getting catfished. Yes, he is. Yeah, well, no, but I, I, isn't, isn't, no, I think she's real. I, I think she's real. I think she just wants she's money real. from him. Is that being yeah. catfish? No, no. Is she? Is the real person talking to him? I don't or know. Is that's someone a good question. That's using her pictures all talking right. to him. And okay, that would that's be catfish. That's I guess. catfishing, right? So because you think like a guy's going to show up when the, he goes to meet this date? Not necessarily. Mm. It's just not going to be her. Or not going to be her. Watch this. She canceled. Like, that's the most likely scenario. Or it could be right. a different girl right. that doesn't look like the girl yeah. she right. says she is. Yeah, yeah I or see. So that's catfish. Hello, Joel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody wants to know. Everywhere I go, people are asking what, what's happening with Paulie. He's got to be willing to share. Yeah. That's the one dilemma we have here. He's not in studio. He is uh, in Jersey. He's in Jersey. But he's got to be willing to share. And if he's not willing to share... I. Say that that did happen. That's not something anybody wants to brag about. You'd be a little embarrassed. Manti Teo was never bragging about what happened to him. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. when that whole facade came crashing down, it did not paint Manti Teo in a positive light. No, no, it did not. That poor kid. So that's not something the Cheesecake's going to be willing to share. That was a mean trick on that kid. You think know? Netflix yeah. will do a documentary about Paulie Cheesecake? I doubt it. I still haven't watched the Netflix uh, Manti Teo thing. I heard it was it's good. Is that sorry? Yeah, it's, it's good. Fine. I should watch that. I never, I never did uh, catch that one. That, uh, that that's not nice. Why do people have to be mean? I hope nobody's messing with Paulie, but I, I'm just. Well, he's our guy. Dying to get an update hey, on what's he's happening. He's our guy. Of course, you know he's what? our guy. The best case scenario, she came by and paid him a visit, and good things happened. That'd be great. And little cheesecakes might be on the way. Uh-oh. What do you think about that? <laughs> huh? Triplets. I know he said they were talking about moving in together. Yeah, little so, cheesecakes all slow, over the pump place. Pump the brakes a little bit. Slow down. So Thursdays are always fun. We'll get an update from Paulie. We'll get his picks. We'll talk to Furman. And uh, we'll play McKnight at the movies. Oh, that's going to be fun. And we have a great prize. we got more of those White Sox holiday pack vouchers to give away. Oh, those uh, are good. Yeah, you can, if you win today, if you win McKnight at the movies, you'll win one of those vouchers. for. And you can buy those now at uh, WhiteSox.com slash holiday pack. bet you can. Yeah, so... Uh, all right, week 11 starts tonight, Yurko. It is the Bengals and the Ravens, and there are a lot of injuries. Sam Hubbard has been ruled out again on the D-line for the Bengals. No T. Higgins. He's out for the second consecutive game. Right. Marlon Humphrey probably not going to play. Mm-hmm. They can't keep him on the field, and they're having a tough time keeping Ronley Stanley on the field. He got hurt late in the loss last week against Cleveland. He has already been ruled out for this game tonight. Ravens a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home against Cincinnati. Both teams really need – like, this is a – for Must a Week win. 11 game, yeah. this is a huge Must game for these scenario. two teams inside this division. Right. And it's the final of a three-game homestand for Baltimore. And considering the way they choked that game last week, that you know they want to bounce back and get a dub tonight. Only because it's a division of excellence. Mm-hmm. You know, you got no lapdog in this division. Well, I don't know how the Steelers are doing it, but you're right. That's not a good football team, right. but somehow they're, what, 6-3? and three? What Seven, are they? Six, six, five. Or, Every or, team yeah, with a winning three. record. They, yeah. Every team with a winning record. Crazy. Every team with a winning record. I mean, Baltimore's you know, the only one that hasn't had its bye yet. The East has one game. Uh, one team, 6-3, and three, the Miami Dolphins, yes, right? Yes, yes. The South has two. 
Correct. The West has two. The North has four. Well, the, the West only has one team above 500. Kansas City at 7 That's what and I two. said. One, one above 500. I thought you said two. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, my fault. Yeah. Uh, Vegas stinks, too. There's no way Vegas should be 5-5. Five and five. That's th- that, that team stinks. Meanwhile, the NFC South, zero teams above 500. Zero. Boy, that's... A pathetic effort of uh, of the South. That's crap. The Tampa won in 2020, and it has been garbage in that division ever since. My heavens. Heavens is, to Betsy. That is crap. Four, 10, 16, 24 losses. It's uh, 14 and 24 in that division. 14 and 24. That's ugly. Right? That's garbage. That is ugly, my friend. Welcome to Saints football. I want to ask you this, and I want to ask Bears fans this. What is Justin Fields' game going to look like on Sunday? So look into your crystal ball. Does he come out slinging it? Do they try to throw it a lot? Do they try to take advantage of a Lions secondary that Justin Herbert and the Chargers took advantage of last week? Um, What do you think this game looks like for Justin Fields after missing a month? 312-332-3776. And let's face it, Justin's got a lot to prove. Not that he did it early in the year and he still struggled at times, but he's really got a lot to prove. And the coach basically came out and said, yes, yeah, seven games can go a long way in determining what his future is going to be. Not in so many words that he quite put it that way, but read between the lines. So what does Justin Fields' game look like on Sunday? I've, I'm, I'm putting it down right You're here. putting it down on paper? I'm not going to let you see it. We're going to put it in an envelope. Oh, we were doing like a Good Morning Karnak. Football. I like this. Karnak. Karnak <laughs> like the Magician. Karnak, that's good. Karnak the Magician. We're going to bring it out and we're going to see how close I was. All right? Should I put down my guess? If you'd like to. And we give it to Black and Abdallah to hold it in escrow? Right. right. Oh, put it in an envelope. They hold an escrow and I then like we're going to bust it out. I like it. You're I'm coming out. Yeah, and the Bears are going to have a party. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. And I'm going to put a final score on there, too, for you. Okay. All right? All right. And Fields' is line. Attempts, I got, I've, I've yards. got that. I got okay. rushing yards, the whole ball away. Oh, wax. wow, you got rushing yards, Rushing too, huh? yards, yeah. All right, and, and the score has come down the pipeline right now. And there it is right here with the big circle. I like um, it. Like I don't want to reveal it to our friends on Twitch, but know it's written down. I'm going to put Jerko up on top. Jerko? Who's Jerko? That's me. I can be when I'm being a little bit difficult. Sometimes I come to work with an attitude. Sometimes. I could be a jerko. Most of the time you're a jerko, but I can be a jerko. If you acknowledge the fact that you can be a little bit of a, a penis dembo, then you can be fine. You know what I'm saying? That's a great reference. Then you go around and you just apologize to people. Say you're sorry for being the way you were. That is great. Right. You like that? Yeah. That's li- named after the great fennis dembo. Fennis dembo. Wyoming? Uh, I believe you're correct. Yeah. I believe it was Wyoming. Yeah, for a great Dembo. basketball player out of Wyoming. Uh, yeah, a college basketball player. Had a cup of coffee in the pros, I believe. Oh, yeah, he did. I believe he did. Sure he did, of course. That's why I mentioned uh, him. And I, I always write about Wyoming. When I'm being a jerk, I call myself a penis Dembo. Right, and it's he did go to Wyoming. Yeah, yeah of course he did. Yeah, how about his? Uh, well, he only played NBA. one. I would have thought Dembo played more. He played one year in the NBA. Cup really, of coffee went to Europe probably and finished it out on a very nice. I guess career. I would have assumed he played a little bit more. So than my that, cup huh? of coffee comment was correct. That's pretty good. Yeah, jeez, well, he played more than that, York. I thought he would have played no, more than didn't. just a cup of coffee. Yeah, a cup of coffee. That's that, what he had. That's a funny. You guys reference. remember the great Fennis Dembo? That's old. Oh, they're too young. No, no, a little bit nope. before the time. It's all right. Someone's that, name was Fennis. Fennis. Yeah. Venice, yeah. You guys remember World Be Free? Are you too young? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys World, World Be Free? Yeah, yeah. He was good. He was a good, uh, no, he, he was, was like good. a microwave uh, score. He was good. Right? All right. Mm-hmm. So you guys remember him. Yeah, he was a lot better. Like, Dembo's pretty, 
obscure, I guess. After I do my read, I'm going to hand this over to you guys. And we don't know if you guys want to be a part of this. Making the prediction of what Justin Fields is going to do. We're going to put him in an envelope, and we're going to open him up on Monday. Time capsule? Time capsule. For the weekend? Yes. Yes. Yes, Chuck Swirsky. Yes. Salami and bologna sandwiches and onions. Can we have the score? Not last night. No dancing. No 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 dancing dancing last night. What? Can we have the score? Yeah, the score's on here. On the game? Yeah. You know, I I got a score in the game on the back. (laughs) That went right over your head. It's okay. It did, but yeah, because I'm I'm being literal today. No, I know. (laughs) Yeah, I got you. I'm with you. It's still over my head. I'll get it. Figure out if they're going to let Fields air it out. Like just, huh? If I'm trying to figure out, like if they're going to just let Fields that like air it out. Like go, let's go. You know, like I'm I'm, as I'm trying to put a prediction together in my mind. Like does he throw it 35 times, 38 times, or is it a Justin throws it 21 times? You know? Oh, am I close to what you thought? Or am I way over? And I'm interested now. Like, did I almost guess the same number of attempts as the, you? The Lions are third in rushing yards allowed per game. Third best or third worst? Third best. Yeah. They, their secondary can be taken advantage of. Yeah. You know, I, we talked about Brian Branch a little bit yesterday. That kid's going to be a stud. I mean, he will be, I think. Uh, he looks good. But their secondary, I think, can be taken advantage of a little bit. And so what's the game plan here for Sunday? He's back. He's missed a month. He's got a lot to prove. They probably want to see more. You're in a controlled environment in terms of not having to deal with the elements. Does Justin just go out and start slinging it? Do they let him open it up a little bit? 312-332-3776. Some good stuff from Bill Barnwell at ESPN.com today about the tanking teams in the final eight weeks of the season and uh, what's important for the Bears and some of the important scenarios for us to follow as Bears fans. I'll read you that coming up next. Uh, if you want to join us, ring us up. We'll do McKnight at the Movies in about an hour. We'll have fun with that. Todd Furman live in Vegas at 135. We love Thursdays. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. All right, our guesses are in. All the guesses are in. All right, we're going to see who hits it. What do we think of Justin Fields and how he's going to perform this weekend in Detroit? Um, There's no truth to the rumor that a lot of the Sharps from Vegas have been calling me. Dude, I mean. Specifically, for what I know. I think you kicked off the steam. I'm just just letting you know that there's no truth to that rumor. I don't know. That I've been inundated with phone calls from the Sharps. That's that. Steam on the uh, the Bears, man. That. My heart is usually involved in some of my predictions and plays. Yeah, well. So they know I can't separate that. That's not a good thing. I, it's a terrible thing, Carm. At least I'm admitting it, though. Some people can't admit it. So It's not a great NFL slate this weekend, by the way. The primetime games are pretty good. Games. Like tonight, a Thursday Night Football largely stinks because right. it's hard for these guys. And the but afternoon like the slate, matchup is good. Carm, the afternoon slate is usually there for the teams that you love. The Monday night game right. is good, um, but the rest of the slate is kind of caca uh, this I'll, week. I'll, I'll let you know how caca it is. I did, there's a lot of big uh, point spreads. I think Pittsburgh-Cleveland's a great game, but the quarterback situation makes that one a little, little you less You think Pittsburgh-Cleveland is a great game? Are you well, kidding me? I think me? it's a historic game between two of the best rivals in the NFL. Do you know what the total is? I'm just is? telling you that 28. I think we've gone over it. 32 and a half. I thought we had a 28. That was the Iowa game last week. Oh, my God. Did that one go over or under? It went under. <laughs> 32 and a half. Yeah. Do you know how many games since the 2011 season in the NFL have had a total of 33 
or fewer points? 33 or fewer. I'll say five. Two. Yowza. In more than 10 years' worth of data. If you like defense. 10 years' worth of games. If you like defense oh. and you love watching quarterbacks get destroyed, that's a game for you. A lot of people ah. are very anti-quarterback. I think it's terrible. That's a game for you. I think it's absolutely Detroit terrible. Chicago is an absolute deer of a football game. Maybe uh, one uh, of the better ones is just not look at all the big point spreads. You know, I the think, Dolphins laying right. double digits, the okay. Commanders uh, laying nearly double digits. I don't know. I don't care how bad the Giants are. I'm not sure Washington should lay double digits. The Cowboys, anybody. the second straight week, Yurko, uh, laying double digits, right. this time on the road. Hey, how about um, Jayville, Tennessee actually being a little bit of a game? Maybe. A Will Levis yeah, against maybe. the. Uh, uh, what is he, a generational player? Yeah, well, <laughs> not so much. San Fran laying double Trevor digits. Yerk. Yeah. I mean, it's like there's a bunch of double-digit point spreads. Buffalo, and... New York, that could still be a dangerous game for Buffalo. I mean, I'll sell it to you. You know how new it coordinator, be a dangerous they got a, game. New coordinator, yeah. they got to try to figure it out. I would think Buffalo well, bounces back. new coordinator, back. but a defense that can still get after you. Oh, you mean the Jets? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the Jets, Jets can get can. after you. They're always in the game. Jets absolutely can. Right. you got a new offensive coordinator, too. How many points are too? the Jets getting? The Jets are getting a touchdown. Boy, I tell you, yeah. give me the seven in the chair, and I'd be on it like white on rice. Three one two three three two three seven seven six is our number. Lonzel on the south side. Lonzel, what's up, man? What's going on, fellas? Good afternoon, man. I just want to say, man, it's a pleasure listening to you too, man. You guys literally make my day. I really wanted to just start off by saying, thank that. you, thank you, Lonzel. Man, no problem. But going into Sunday's game, like a lot of people may call me crazy, but. I really have confidence that the Bears can go into Detroit and steal one, and this is why. Luke Gessie just got a call. He got a call a pitching game. Um, you know, get the get the run game going early. Get DJ Moore involved early. But here's going. This person is going to be the X factor of the game. Is um, Tyler Scott? Mm. You find him on a play action pass. Find him on a few deep routes because Tyson Bajan missed him on yes. a couple of passes last week. Yeah, he did. Even though he got him involved, but. If you get that run game going early, you get the play action going, you get DJ Moore involved early, and then also Darnell Moore. I mean, Darnell Wright, he got he to hold his own against Aiden Hutchinson. So yeah. if we can eliminate the sacks, you know, get that run game going early, and Justin Fields just have a good game, they're going to have a quarterback spy on him the entire game, obviously. But if he could just have a patient game and try not to do too much, Luke Gessie call a good game. I think we could still a game by three points at least, three to three to four points you, at least. You and Yurko feeling it, Lonzel. Thanks, brother. We appreciate it. That uh, the Bears a little bit of a live dog going in there. I, I can't quite and, get and to a Bears truly, like you, win outright win, but I'm feeling good about the word. You know, steal one. Yeah, well, I think that's you can what go you'd in be there doing. And steal one. Well, that's what exactly I, what you'd be doing. I, I'm going to tell you, I've been a player on a team that's been an underdog and it's been insulted for the extended period of time, and not getting a little bit of a recognition for some of the things they do right, mm-hmm. but get lambasted for everything they do wrong. Um, if it does help you, kind of get everything together and get on the same page. I mean, that's just a byproduct of media coverage in today's society. You know, if that helps bring a team closer and that helps propel them to better play, I'm all for it. I mean, I will criticize what I need to criticize to get better performance on the field. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I'm just saying that's a real effect that happens inside a locker room. Mm -hmm. And anti whoever's covering us, uh, nobody respects us. That's real. Those emotions are real. It happens, right? Yeah. Use it as motivation. Go ahead. Right. 
Uh, so Bill Barnwell did a little piece at ESPN.com about uh, the he's, tanking teams. He's, he's the, the numbers guy, right? The smart guy. Yeah, he's, he's pretty analytic. Right. Not like Seth Walder, who really is in charge of you. all of that. But, like, yeah, Bill's definitely very analytic. There you yeah, go. Absolutely. And he's got a podcast. Barnwell, I believe, does okay. do one. Yes, I think he does. That's not the 538 or anything like that. No, mm-hmm. he's got his own. All mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Uh, so, number one, uh, Chicago Bears. And he writes that the majority of the Bears' chances to win the top pick at this point come from last March's trade. We know that, right? So he's doing this more in the context of the Panthers having to give right. the Bears the pick. Yeah, well, so now he puts, it, it's happening. Yeah, right, right. Like, he's putting down the must-lose games on the schedule, and he's not listing Bears games. He's listing Panthers right, games. Right, right. Must-lose games. Panthers at Titans next week. Panthers versus Falcons week 15. Panthers versus Buccaneers week 18. The Bears, who beat the Panthers in Week 10, will be rooting hard against Carolina the rest of the way, as the most important games for Chicago over the remainder of the season are actually Panthers contests. Frank Reich's team isn't favored to win a single game from here on out, but the FPI, that's the Football Power Index, does project the Panthers to win roughly two and a half games over the remainder of the season. These three games, the three I just read that he, that he listed, represent Carolina's three best chances of winning over the final eight weeks. And that's why you'd love, and the Bears will love to see them lose. If the Panthers lose all three, the draft model at the upshot gives the Bears, are you ready? A 76% chance of landing the pick. That only happens, though, with Carolina losing all three of those games. And I don't know that they will because it's not a murderer's row. Right. He goes on to write, uh, what should they do? With the number one pick, if they acquired, he writes, draft a quarterback. Polls resisted the urge to take Young or C.J. Stroud last year and move forward with Justin Fields, but the third-year QB has struggled with consistency, uh, had struggled with consistency before going down with a dislocated thumb. Uh, what would happen to the incumbent QB in that situation? He writes, Fields would become a trade candidate to a team uh, that is not going to be in position to land one of the top two picks or doesn't love the other quarterbacks available later in round one. There won't be a league-wide clamor to acquire Fields, but his skill set and highlight reel will appeal to teams that think they can get more out of him with better offensive infrastructure than what Chicago has sported. Oh, yeah. The Bears wouldn't have much leverage in making a Fields trade, given that other teams around the league would know they're going to move on. But we've seen this situation before, and I thought this was interesting and a good point for Bears fans to remember if this scenario comes to play in the spring, everybody. He writes, when the Jets were about to draft Zach Wilson with the number two overall pick before the 2021 draft, they still were able to deal Sam Darnold to the Panthers for second, fourth, and sixth round picks. And I thought that was an interesting thing to remember. And you wonder if, again, I'm just, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but if this scenario plays out this way, if Fields kind of continues to just sort of meander and struggle and the Bears win another game or two and they're blowing things up and they're drafting a quarterback. And we wonder, well, what does the value look like? I do think it's an interesting point to remember. We've seen something similar happen. Top of the draft, the team drafting a quarterback and still dealing away for multiple picks, the quarterback that was their incumbent. I think that's important to note. And we should save this for the spring when we talk about what the market might look like if that happens. And when we talk about it, uh, we talk specifically about the play, the parameters, the parameter of play. From left to right, from top to bottom. Some like to call it ceiling and, and, and Floor. floors, right? Yeah. The closer that floor and ceiling come together to being above that NFL standard yeah. and that level of excellence, if the floor is still low, 
The ceiling is high and there's too much disparity in there. You don't know what you're going to be able to get on a consistent basis. That would make Justin Fields more expendable. But those high games are the ones that people think, hey, once we get him here, mm-hmm. we might really be able to take advantage of what he has to offer. So that's got to be there in these final seven games. Uh, I don't know what the Bears are going to do. And remember, we're only picking up a fifth-year option this year. That's right. That's the only thing you have to do. It's the only thing you have to decide on. And if, say, right. you agree to trade him, a team might say, and again, we haven't gotten that yet, if you trade uh, a guy, let me double check does that, that fifth-year option stick or does that fifth-year option disappear? That's something we got to take a look at. Um, I know if I'm a team, I'd want, if I'm trading for a guy, that fifth-year option to be there, so i got another year of cost control. But that's what you're looking at. I want Justin Fields to be successful. I told you what my predictions are going to be for the rest of the year in the final seven games. I've already told you. You know what they are. Okay? So I'm hoping he's successful. And it starts this week with a victory in Detroit. It starts this week with a victory in Detroit. And we get a little bit of buzz in the air. We get a little excitement in the city. We get to go into Turkey Day. The turkey's going to taste better. The stuffing's going to be good. That would be nice. Everything's going to be fantastic. Yeah, be nice. Because you get a win in the division. You get to walk tall. Down the street, you finally won something in the NFC North. Well, I mean, we told you. Talking Last division win? Yeah. Thanksgiving 2021. Day 2021. Right. Two years ago. So that's what we're looking for. Can you imagine two years without winning a division game? Bears have lost yeah. 11 straight games to division opponents. That's just awful. It only takes a spark to get a fire going. You know what? I should have checked. I didn't do this uh, in some of the uh, prep for the week so far. Shame on me. Is that the longest streak in... Bears history without winning a division game? It's got to be. Well, I'd have to take a look at that. Yeah. I'd have to look. I wonder if I can figure out the filter on that or if I have to have Jacob Mitzberg. I mean, you're and looking at a lot of, like, three, four-win seasons. Um, you mean, know, that, that's well, and if you go back to back. way, way back, Tampa was in the division, and they were bad for a long time. I'm just saying, is it the longest in Bears history, Chris? Do you think that's the longest probably, streak right? in Bears? I probably Think is. about how the rest of the, the division, like, Oh, you're saying they would have beaten, uh, yeah, you're yeah, like, like Tampa, the yeah, yeah, Detroit, Detroit. I mean, like uh, for so, years, right? Take a look at 96, 97, and 98. Those would be the uh, three let, let me see years. If I can kind of, I give you a, kind of a point you to a scenario. Let me see if in Stathead I can do that. If not, we can ask Jacob Nitzberg and Stats and Info. Maybe somebody's already done it. Maybe one of the writers, and I just haven't seen it this week. Uh, maybe one of the writers already put that out since it's another division game, and they're on this long. They're on this lengthy losing streak. That's just absurd, though. 11 straight losses. 97, the they started 0-7. They did. Remember that? They did, yeah. They yeah. lost twice to the Packers. They beat Miami for their first victory. 97, they beat Tampa Bay. Uh, See, there, Chris Tampa's is right. Tampa, there. like, Chris made a good point. Like, yeah. you know, Tampa in there, you beat them up a lot. I mean, Detroit hasn't been good for the better part of the last 25 years, with very few exceptions. Right. You know, a couple yep. staff yeah, years. Yeah, 96, they got Tampa again. Yeah. See? 98, they got Detroit. I, I, it's just, so, I, like, I, I wonder, because those two teams were so bad yeah. for so long, that this might be the longest streak. I mean, two years, you guys. Yeah. Almost to the day. Two years. Thanksgiving at 2021 is the last time they won a division game. That's All a right, long time. We'll grab some calls coming up. Bears fans, ring us up at 312-332-ESPN. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Yurko, to answer your question about what happens if 
Justin Fields, let's say, were to be traded in the offseason, and then does that fifth-year option travel? It does. Okay. Uh, and you would assume that the acquiring team would exercise it, because why else would they be trading for that quarterback? And right. we were just reading from Barnwell's article about you know how uh, everybody knew the, the Jets were drafting Zach Wilson, and they still were able to trade Sam Darnold. Well, Carolina exercised the option after that trade was made on Sam okay, Darnold. So, I got you. So it does, you know. And uh, again, you'd, you'd have to think that a team would only do that if they believe enough in Justin Fields, and they would be exercising that fifth-year option. We've talked about that ad nauseum. I mean, since you know last year ended after the third year for these for the first-round rookies, you do have to make the decision uh, on the guaranteed money in the fifth year if you're picking up that option or not. Chase is on the south side with Carmen and Yurko. What's up, Chase? Hey, what's happening, fellas? How you guys doing? Good, brother. How are you? I'm all right. Um, so <clears throat> my expectations, um, I just want to see uh, Justin get rid of the ball quicker. I just want him to go through his progressions, make good decisions. And I also want to see DJ Moore and Cole commit and Mooney get more involved because, you know, in order for us to win, you know, those guys have to be our, you know, have to be, have to be involved. You know, those are, you know, this is a passing league and you gotta throw the ball down the field. Yes, I mean, do. we gotta be more aggressive. You know, it can't be, you know, just running the ball. They gotta be more aggressive going downfield. So that's the main important thing in this game. Yeah, uh, I love the idea of him going through his progressions a little bit more and sort of reading and scanning and seeing the field more. I'd love for him to throw with anticipation more. Love to see him throw in those tight windows more and like do the things that the the really great quarterbacks can do uh in this league. Yeah. Guy's not out of his break. You throw the ball knowing he's going to be where he needs to be. Right? Yeah. That's it. It's okay. I'd like for them to call pass plays that have DJ Moore on those quick slants going upfield as opposed to the ones that are horizontal and standing still. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see him looking downfield mm-hmm. as opposed to looking left to right. You know, and then taking your shots. I, I think Justin Fields' arm is stronger than Bajan's. Oh, come on. There's yeah. no gray area, right? No, no doubt about it. All right, let's get some shots down the field. Let's stretch this thing. Let's sock him in the mouth. We used to run a play at Eastern Illinois, Carmen. You could only run about every five games. We ran the first game of the year. We ran it the uh, sixth game, of, no, fifth game of the year because mm-hmm. you exchanged four weeks of film. And it was a little, uh, you know, fake uh, handoff in the thing, fake reverse. And we had our backside receiver running a deep post right down the middle of the field. I think we hit it for a touchdown like three times. Wow. Once, fifth, and then we ran it in the playoffs, opening against uh, Idaho, the Vandals. Nice. Yeah, against John Fries and the fellas up there in Idaho. And we hit the play for the first thing in the touchdown, and it was a punch in the mouth is exactly what it was. It was like, what? What happened here? There it goes. Hasta la noche. You know what I'm saying? Good night. Hasta la bye-bye. There it was. You punched him in the mouth. They kind of didn't know how to react. They were stunned a little bit. And you took advantage as long as you can. Give me something like that on the first play. You know, fake to the running back, fake the reverse, tuck the ball in your boiler. A little trickeration. Sit down and, make and a catch the play. guy running and let him throw the ball 75 yards in the air for a tutty. Okay. That's what I'm looking for. I like Smack it. Smack him right in the mouth. Uh, Chase talked about DJ Moore. October 5th at Washington. Near record-setting night for the Bears, right? 230 yards. 230 yards. Three touchdowns. Looked fantastic. Five games since, and this coincides largely with Fields' injury. Right. 262 yards. Total. Total. In five games. He has 
32 more yards in the last five games combined than he did that night, that Thursday night in Washington. He hasn't had a touchdown oh, since. Oh, what a night. Hasn't, oh, what a night. Yes. Oh, back October back with Justin Fields. Yeah, with oh, Justin do it again. I mean, come on. Sing you got to have some rhythmic presence. I don't have rhythmic presence. All right, we'll put that one on uh, vinyl. He hasn't. And we'll submit it for a Christmas song. It's the, the best on wax, baby. Yeah, let's that's go. What we love to do. Yurko, uh, he hasn't been in the end zone since. That's troublesome. That's troublesome. And Bajan got the ball to a lot more receivers, and uh, I believe Cole Komet was involved as a touchdown product in, in those games. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he hasn't been in the end zone. He hasn't gotten the football. Mooney we saw a little bit more of, and I still convinced Mooney's a, a good wide receiver. And then when Mooney travels and goes someplace else, he's going to be a happier camper. Trust me. He's good, too. Dave's in Lake of the Hills. What's up, Dave? How's it going, guys? Good. Great show. Thanks. What's up, Dave? So all this talk about, you know, the draft for next year, and we're not even done with this year, but a lot of people are talking about the Bears getting number one, number two, maybe both. What if, let's say the what-if game, what if Justin Fields goes out there Sunday, wins, and then in the next game wins? It, it wins the next seven games if we go to the playoffs. Well, that, well that'd be crazy. I mean, I <laughs> I can't imagine that happening. We pull but... a Detroit. Uh, yeah, I can't, like, right, you'd pull, you'd pull a Detroit from, like, a year ago. Right. I don't know. I don't know if that, I don't see that scenario happens. What if, Dave, if that, if that happens, everybody stays. Is that good or bad? I don't know. We've, we've been down that road as Bears fans before, too. If they do that, everybody stays, of course. I don't, this Bears team isn't built the way that Lions team was. And why they were 2-6 and six last year, I don't know. But that was a more talented team than 2-6. and six, And they hit it, and they got it into gear. And they've been great since. And, again, we're talking about sort of that, that pivot point, right? That, that Bears-Lions game about yeah. this time last year. Right, 20, 21 points unanswered. Um, that Lions team was probably a little bit better than the record at the time. Yeah, and they're it's very just a talented team. They were competitive in a lot of games yeah. and just kept shooting themselves in the foot. And then the Bears game kind of propelled them. It did. You know, hey, look, we did it. We did it. Boom, boom. And they, they gained some confidence, and the, the rest of the season was glorious for them. Yeah, they were 2-6 and six going into that Bears game. They'd won the week before against Green Bay in kind of a clunker, a 15-9. That was an ugly one, remember, yeah. York? Oh, yeah. Then they had the big rally, and they beat the Bears 31-30. to And, yeah, they, they, they kicked it into high gear. Uh, to Yurko's point, last year, they lost the opener to the team that eventually represented the NFC by a field goal. They lost... Opening week last year, 38-35. to 35. They won the next week against Washington. Then they lost by four at Minnesota. A division game on the road, they lost by four. Uh, this is when their defense was struggling. They lost at home in a shootout by three to Seattle. They lost 48-45. They did have a big-time stinker, Yerk, in week nine before their bye that dropped them to one and four. They got shut out, remember, at New England. Yeah. That was ugly. But to Yerko's point, the three losses up until then... Field goal, field goal, and four points. They didn't, I, and this is surprising. Like, you'd figure with Dan Campbell and the bye and everything, they came out of the bye, they got waxed at Dallas. But then they lost by four to Miami. They were one and six. And it's like, ah, Detroit's still Detroit. But four of those six losses were very competitive. They won the Green Bay game the next week. They came to Chicago. They had to sack the fourth quarter rally. And from then on, they lost just two more games the rest of the year. One of those games, Yerk, was against the Buffalo Bills, yeah. which is a pretty good team. So, yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, like, I don't see the same thing. I don't see the same pieces on the Bears right now. I don't see the same depth. I don't see the same O-line. 
I don't right. I so I, I don't expect that to no, happen. You do like the offensive line going into this game, except for probably Lucas Patrick. I think he's the weak. And spot. if Whitehair yeah. could snap, he'd be the guy that was in there. Yeah. But Whitehair can't snap. Yep. Now Lucas Patrick better not make snapping an issue. We already know you can't block. We already know the odds of you hurting your guards by falling over backwards <laughs> from terrible. being pushed over are a lot greater with you in it's there. So we bad. all know that. It's so bad. Just sit there and fight a little bit. Boy, do they need and a pray for help. If I'm Lucas Patrick, I, I'm telling my guards, please help me. They need a center. I'm going to fight as long as I can, but come help me. We'll grab some more Bears calls coming up. We're going to play McKnight at the movies at 115, Todd Furman at 135. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Beautiful, beautiful fall day. Lovely outside. It's Carmen and York. We're rolling into week 11 in the NFL. It kicks off tonight. Love it. Boy, these Amazon, these Amazon broadcasts. So, uh, oh. Bengals, Ravens tonight. Maybe a good one. A lot of injuries, though. That's Both the one teams I didn't desperate get. for a win. Right, but that's one I didn't get also, Amazon Prime. That's one I didn't get. Right, so you go you know, to a bar to watch it? Yeah, I'll go to a local pub to watch it. Somebody's got Amazon, I'll watch it The there. thing is, I'm like, I've said this, so I'm guessing like your daughter has an Amazon Prime account. She uh, should just log you in. Maybe. Maybe she already has, and I don't even well, know that's, it. You might check. You might want to check. Has. I might want to pop on that thing. Or and ask see. her. Say, I mean, it's on there. I see the icon on there. Just text Gracie and say, do you have a Prime account? My I'm guess is she does. Thing. She's a college girl. I mean, She is in college. Thank you, Carm. Thank you for remembering. Uh, yes, well, yes, I'm saying. College. I mean, like my guess is she's Such got an Amazon sweetheart. Prime account. She's working too. You know that I know. College working Good for her. Good responsibility. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah, you. you know what? <laughs> if, boy, if it only spread yeah. to the other two. Oh no, the other two are. They're engaged. Yes, they're they are. They're both dead. Yeah. No lamb. Listen, Nico's going to get a hold of you. God bless you. All right. You start lambasting the big fellow with the beard. I was just going to say he might come get a hold of your sister. But hold on now. Be careful. He's winding down his season uh, and then he's going to a wonderful trip to uh, florida with oh, yeah. bosses and uh, nice. all the employees and stuff like that so oh, there's a little good. bit of a vacation in there also pre-christmas <laughs> that's so awesome. good for them yeah don't be lambasting nico i'm <laughs> telling you man I, you'll be sleeping one night and all of a sudden you'll have a visitor on top of you i don't know what'd you say carmen carmen did you have a thought no no, no. <laughs> matt's in buffalo grove on esp 1000 what's up matt Hey guys, how you doing? Good, uh, how first, are you? doing great. Good. I I grew up two doors down from Furman. Mm. Ask him about his uh, his late '80s, early '90s wiffle ball performances in the backyard. Late '80s, okay. early '90s Todd wiffle Furman. ball. Okay, Yurko will ask that question. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Wiffle yeah, Yurko, good one for you. All right. Um, so, so question. I, I've been hearing a lot, and Yurko, you referenced it before. There's a lot of thoughts that the Bears can go up to Detroit and win this week. Hell yeah! Uh, but I guess, uh, where are those coming from? My Just heart. in the sense that, the, uh, which I appreciate, but if you look at it logically, the last two good offenses the Bears have played, I mean, the Chargers ran up and down the field on them. Mm-hmm. You know, the Chiefs well, a long time ago. So that was, I just don't see where the confidence is I will offer that this the Bears up. can really go up there. I, I, will, right, I, I will offer Thanks, this buddy. up against the Chargers. For one reason or another, they decided to play zone and drop their guys 12, 15 yards off the field. And you remember the plays that killed them. Was plays that, little... that were completed at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, mostly it was. And because they were so mostly far scrimmage. back, yeah. yeah. The A-dot that day was not great for Herbert. You're right about yeah, that. Yeah, it was not great, but yeah. it didn't have to be great because they did what? 
The Bears wanted to take something specific away, and Herbert said, fine, I'll just throw the ball here. And then the lack of tackling and a lack of positioning mm-hmm. um, cost them. So that game, maybe you learned a little something from. I'm, my, my bank, uh, what I'm banking on, okay, not my bank, my bank BMO Harris, by the way. Right. What I'm banking on simply is this. The plan is that the Bears' defense, run defense, is better. And they gave up 96 yards the first game they played against Detroit. They gave up 265 in the second game. That was a laugher. And it was a mockery. Mm -hmm. And if I'm Eberflus, I play that film and I play every run to the defensive line, even though some of those guys weren't here. And I'm going to say, look at this. Look at this. That's not all the Detroit Lions. That's not all the Detroit Lions doing. This is our doing, too. We're responsible for a lot of this crap that's on here. I'm telling you, um, if if every time you had yourself a double digit uh, uh, a double digit game spread, how many times have we seen the team that's uh, the, the the underdog in this thing this year already, Carm? Dare I say that one week uh, in week three it was like carnage? Excuse me, I can double week check. Week five there was carnage one week where some of your top teams were getting shelled. Okay. Just because you're a seven and a half point uh, dog in this game does not mean that this game is uh, insurmountable, that it can't be had, that it can't be, uh, you can't achieve victory. I don't buy that at all. Few games in this league are insurmountable. The run defense and Justin Fields coming back after sitting for four weeks. The combination of that, Nate Davis coming back, Tevin Jenkins going over to the other side. I'm feeling better. Uh, Braxton Jones is back. He's had a couple of weeks to get his uh, feet and legs under him. All that kind of stuff um, has got me feeling better. I, I'm feeling a little bit better. And they're ripe for the picking. Whenever you're that big of a, dog, a, a favorite, whenever you're that big of a favorite, you think you're going to show up and you are the mighty Detroit Lions and this is what we're going to do. I'm saying you smack them in the mouth. You got a great plan. You get punched in the face. That's then it's right. after that. How do yeah. you react? How do you react? Mike Tyson said that. That's Remember right. that? Yes, I do. Yeah. The Bears in last studio, year. In studio, Harry told us that. I don't know if that was true. No, we, I think we talked about it. And the great George Chuvalo, hmm. greatest Canadian heavyweight of all time. Of all time. Uh, last year, the Bears gave up 31-41 and 41 to the Lions. And in that second meeting, it got ugly. Yurko talked about the 265 on the ground. The Lions in week uh, 17 last year, it was. It was the penultimate game of the year. The Lions uh, racked up over 500 yards of offense. It was their second highest output of the year. Last year in any game, 504 yards behind um, their week four performance where they uh, racked up 520. They get a recording of me predicting them being victorious. There you go. And they played for their pregame meeting on uh, Saturday night. There you go. Listen to the good Get charged up. Get charged up. I've been a dog. You know what I'm saying? I know you have. I've been a dog. I know what it's like not to be favored in a game, to be overlooked. Right. I know what it's like to be mocked. I know what it's not <laughs> like to, every day. <laughs> to be picked at the uh, at the turnabout dance. I know what that's like. You know what it does, Carm? It motivates you. How could somebody not pick you, Johnny Hanson? I don't know. I'll take you to turnabout your go. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. I mean, you know. She took the long snapper. What are you doing? The long snapper. Open up your eyes. Are you crazy? Look at him. I mean, that's ridiculous. God. Oh, uh, by the way, Viking Scott couldn't resist. He had to chime in with the, his Justin Fields prediction. You want it real quick? Well, of course. Well, I'm, 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 hater. I'm sure it's Somebody's drinking hatered. 16 of 32. Come on. 50%? Well, he's done that this year. 16 of 32 for a buck 65. Two INTs, 42 rushing yards. Lions win 37-17. Oh, yeah. Mark it down. I feel sorry for you. 
I got a good prediction. Thank you, Viking Scott. Nico says I'm listening. Oh, no. Oh, I feel sorry for you. I don't know his address, Nico. My oldest boy's no, listening. He's going to drop in I like it's Mission know. Impossible just yeah. above your bed while you're exactly. sleeping. With the lasers. All the security lasers all over the place. He's going to be in between He's going to be in all black. Oh, just, man. Just yeah. He's going to be dressed in all black. Yeah. Uh, 312-332-3776. Ring us up. Lots are in the 1 o'clock hour. Paulie's picks. Todd Furman in Vegas. McKnight at the movies. We're back in two minutes.